Second episode of the Rocket Bomb Ride Home Show. Uh, my my guest tonight is Josh Drew. Yes. Of the super awesome Josh Drews, and we are cheating tonight. We're not actually driving home because uh, we just left the Vogue, which is really darn close to my house. So we're gonna drive to Steak and Shake. And I don't want Brian to come to my house. Yeah, because that's really far. Because Josh lives in the suburb. Uh, what, so Josh, tell me a little bit about yourself and what, who you are and what you do and your, uh, why you're a good co-host tonight. Um, I'm a good co-host because I'm the only other person that you know that was at the show that was willing to ride in your car <laughs> after the show, um, and have a very agreeable wife that's meeting us at Steak and Shake. Yes, and, and you, you were actually the only person in the car that get to the show on time. I unfortunately missed part of the show. And the show that we're talking about that we have not mentioned yet is we just saw Michael Ian Black at the Vogue. And, um, with Michael, Michael Showalter. Yes. I don't yes. mention him too far behind because he was equally good. Uh, yes, I only saw a little bit. But uh, if anyone listening does not know who those two guys are, they are some uh, pretty pretty darn funny comedians. Uh, that uh, There's the rocket bomb beep that says Brian needs to get his car fixed. Uh, <laughs> There's some pretty funny comedians uh, known for um, the uh, what channel was on the, the state on the state was on MTV. Uh, MTV. If the state. Wikipedia serves me correctly, um, there was some sort of flirtation with uh, big network TV, but I don't think that really panned out. I remember from MTV when I was in high school, um, and also um, from uh, some movie. Uh, Wet Hot American you, Summer. You might know the Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. TV show Stella. Stella, yeah, Stella is uh, good. Michael Ian Black was on Ed. Yes, he was. He was also um, he does some some Sierra Miss commercials. Yeah. And also uh, was uh, on VH1's Remember the '90s. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw. I actually I remember seeing the pilot for that at uh, what's that place in Ohio? Kings Island. Hmm. That's pretty funny. Okay. Never watched the show. Anyway. Michael Showalter said something about being on Law and Order, but that might have been a joke. Uh, yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, for um, one episode. Well, Josh, what did you think? Why did you think of the the, the performance tonight? Oh, uh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. Uh, I missed, like I said, I missed most of Michael Showalter's seven. It ended with a really funny uh, letter that he had written to his upstairs neighbors about uh, their loud parties. Uh, Requesting, he was requesting a, a quiet night in. Yeah. Pretty, pretty funny, a little bit. Um, I must say, like, I, 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 I stand-up comedy is kind of weird for me. So I don't know if I'm necessarily the best reviewer, just because. I mean, I like stand-up, but it's just not as engaging for me. Like, I, uh, having watched, um, you know, I, and I'm also like, I love the state and Stella and just their, those guys' comedy in general. I think it's it's great. It's hilarious. It's like. You know, right on par with like the kind of things that I think. You know, well, mm-hmm. to certain extents. Some things you write in your scripts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you know they're probably a little more extreme on than, than I would go. But just you know, like their reactions to uh, it's just really off the wall kind of comedy, like real uh, kind of smart ass comedy, which is, which is good. They're not afraid to say things that uh, I guess uh, some people wouldn't say. But. Uh, 
I just, I'm a much bigger fan of, like, sketch comedy, and actually, like, you know, being, being some sort of, some sort of storyline, so I really, you know, must say that I, I would, uh, I actually had thought this evening of, uh, just staying home and, and then watching a Stella DVD, or stay DVD, just because, but then I was like, you know what, Josh is gonna be there. And then fake podcasting about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I forgot about the show, so I apologize. I would have loved to have gotten an interview with the two, the two gentlemen, but, uh, I forgot about the show, didn't actually realize it was going on until yesterday, and, uh, as much as I would have liked to, uh, grab the two of them, uh, as they were trying to get in their car to make a speedy getaway, I, uh, decided that I would be in respect to them and not to say, can I interview for my podcast? It would be really awesome. And sometimes it's embarrassing to say the word podcast. It is, it is. I would much rather say for my, you know, XM radio show. Yeah, right. And I'd rather have a program director who can handle setting that up for me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as you, you know, listeners have probably noticed, there's no ads before or after this show, so um, there's no money in it. <laughs> Unless you click on those Google ads. Uh, uh, one thing, I'll give my impression of the show in a second, but one thing that I found real interesting, I thought during the show, I wonder what they tour in. And then after the show, we walked out back to our own vehicles, and it was just a, a blue mid-sized car. Yeah. Um, kind of shiny rims. Uh, nice. <laughs> those are probably stock, though. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Got washed. They had a couple boxes they were putting in the trunk, uh, but I didn't see any merchandise, so I guess that's how comedians tour. Um, yeah, that well, sounds like a really nice way to tour compared to being in a van full of uh, sweaty dudes. dudes and Cheetos and whatnot. Yeah. Um, one thing to note is that uh, Michael A. Black did mention that he's going to Chicago tomorrow to record an album. Uh, one of the things I was curious about is, I don't know if this is a tour that they're on, or if, like, you know, they're, just, they're heading to Chicago to, uh, maybe they just picked up a few, uh, a few dates along the way. Way to burst uh, my bubble. What? I, sorry, I didn't know you the bubble first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, Josh, talk a little, I guess, about, uh, did you have anything else to add about Michael Schultz's set? Sure. Uh, well, uh, I just want to contrast the two comedians real quick. Seemed like Michael Showalter. They both came out a little bit of uh, impromptu uh, talking about Indianapolis and great to be here, that kind of bullcrap, uh, and then got into some jokes. Showalter got into it a lot quicker. Uh, it seemed to flow and has prepared stuff that was still conversational, uh, and the, the laughter was steady throughout his entire set. Whereas I felt like Michael Ian Black uh, dawdled a lot in the beginning of his set, and uh, his jokes were more punchline driven, where not so funny, not so funny, not so funny, really funny. Uh, that's, of course, the punchline getting delivered is the really funny part. Right. Uh, so I found that interesting. Uh, but I have to say, overall, I like Michael Showalter better. Uh, and I can't give a real quantitative reason for that, but. Qualitatively, uh, I just liked it better. That's that's my emotional feeling on that. It's funny that you just use quantitative, qualitative, and emotional concepts. Yes. Uh, now I thought you said it before we got in the car that I had to do that, right? I had to do what? Say those words? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, oh, okay. You didn't say that. Not say that. I'm not the comedian tonight. Uh, no, neither am I. But uh, um, it does make me want to be funnier, though. It's like whenever I hear or see a comedian, 
it's like they always, you know, say the stuff that you're always thinking, and it always makes me want to actually say it instead of yeah. thinking it in real well, life. Then I realized that in real life, if you were to say some of the stuff that people get away with as a comedian, you lose jobs and friends. Well, so after this show, I think, well, I'm a pretty funny guy. I could say funny things on this podcast that Brian's recording. Uh, just like two weeks ago when I saw Ted Nugent at the same video, afterwards, I same thought video? every... Same venue? Did I say video? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Hey, zing! Uh, I meant venue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I thought everyone was my blood brother and uh, that we were funk brothers um, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, How was out, the Nugent? Oh, man. You know, he's pretty old, but... Uh, I don't know. It was, it was honestly a little offensive. Uh, I knew what to expect, but it was a little overboard, and people hooted and hollered when he said uh, offensive things a little more than I would have liked. And I really like Ted Nugent, so don't get me wrong, but um, I was a little surprised at how offended I was. Maybe I'm not so uh, open-minded to Ted Nugent as I thought I was. Um, the funny I, I thing, the the funny thing is, is contrasting this show, or in comparison to the show, there were a lot of offensive things said tonight, too, but in the spirit of comedy, so... Was, yeah, uh, and I wanted to look over at, uh, well, I won't say it. Anymore. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, well, uh, also, like, some of the, I don't know, like, the interesting thing, like I said, I saw most of Michael E. Black, Black set, or all of it, but not uh, much that much of my, Michael Schulter's. Uh But I agree, it was interesting, like, to see, like, kind of the ramp up and just kind of, like, Michael E. Black. You know, it was definitely engaged in the crowd, and it's interesting, like, that whole style of, like, conversational humor where, like, you are interacting with the crowd, and then you blend it into your jokes. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive, like, how, I guess, <clears throat> they're able to do that, and just kind of listening to the delivery of the comedy, you know, just kind of thinking, like, I have no idea how I would do something like that. Yeah. Or how I'd be able to, to stand up there and, and entertain people that way. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of funny stuff like uh, Michael Ian Black did and said. Um, some of the stuff, I mean, like, I, there, it's weird because there are things about, like, his form of comedy that uh, are really spot on, I think are hilarious. And then there are things where it's like, like, the stuff that's kind of, like, purposefully in, in, uh, insensitive or insultive is, like, funny. Like, oh, you said that. And then it, it, so one of the things, it's the same kind of thing with, like, the cell in the state, too. It's like they take it to a level where it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, this is kind of stupid. And then you're like, but then sometimes they'll take it to a level where it becomes funny again. And there were some things that like, like, you know, he, he did that, that did that. And then there were some things that like, you're just like, I don't know. I'm not just, I'm not so much into like the, the like the sex jokes and the like, it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, that's funny. But then there's other things that are like offensive, like the, you know, like the not, whole Nazi bit uh, talking, you know, just kind of well, like. Yes, combining nachos and Yahtzee, that was funny. That was pretty funny. What yeah. was it? I, I believe the yeah, the zesty flavor of nachos yeah. and the strategy of Yahtzee it was pretty funny. Well, and, and I think if I understood correctly what you were alluding to earlier about uh, stand-up versus sketch comedy, uh, the types of jokes these guys make, not that their stand-up was bad at all, because it was great, uh, but it lends itself more to sketch comedy that maybe you see on TV with friends and then... Uh, like you said, it's funny. It's funny. It's okay. It's not so funny anymore. Okay, it's funny again. But then you quote uh, it when you go back. To the yeah, exactly. Really funny, and then right. tomorrow you talk about it, and hey, that was really funny. And yeah, uh, yeah. I remember the first time I showed the state video to my wife uh, before she was my wife, and 
you know, I liked the state in high school, and so it was hilarious to me, but uh, I don't think that she laughed at all. Yeah. Um, and we've watched it a few times since then in the intervening uh, seven years or so. Yeah. And uh, she thinks it's funny now, and we just watched the whole video last week, um, I guess sort of uh, in a quiet preparation for tonight's show. <laughs> Uh, you know, it takes a lot of work. Sorry, to... I'm going to interrupt you for a second because we're actually at Steak and Shake now in the parking lot, and there's a girl. First of all, there's a guy with a mohawk working behind the counter. <laughs> looks pretty tough. And then there's a girl in a pink shirt speaking on, looks like a Samsung blackjack and wearing a tiara. How do you recognize the type of phone? Because I used to have one. Oh, okay. A tiara? Yeah, a tiara. <laughs> that'd be a fun, that'd be a good name. That's a, that's a good name for a cell phone. The Nokia Tiara. Yeah, really. Like you could wear it on your head. <laughs> um, anyway, um, sorry to interrupt you. Um, the uh, one of the things I was thinking on the way over too. It's interesting. Like when I first watched Stella in the state, there were those moments that were really hilarious, and those moments that were like I kind of felt just you know hell we're from Indiana, so you know you grow up like being a good church going kid, and you see some things in the sketch comedy, you're like it, it, it kind of shocks you a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. funny because that stuff doesn't shock me anymore. When I watch it, you know, it's like. It's just, the, the stand-up, it's the same way. It's like the stuff that's supposed to be shocking. And they say, it's just like, it's just not even real. It's not shocking, so it's not funny sometimes. But then, but like what you're saying, too, their their comedy, even their stand-up, still lends itself to like a sketch comedy show. And you, you find yourself like imagine it's it, it requires you to kind of imagine their, the, the stories. You know what I mean? It's like it's still narrative. It's like here's a story about, you know, like Michael Ian Black did this sketch or this uh this bit where he was talking about, you know, like playing football on the beach. And so you find yourself imagining him mm-hmm. doing that, which does lend itself back to, to like a, an actual sketch show as opposed to like where you have, you know, the the comedians who, who do joke after joke after joke and it's not, they're not actually telling a story. They're just, you know, they're maybe presenting a scenario where someone else would be in, you know, it's not as like, it's not as, um, what's the word, self uh Depreciative, but I don't know. Self-deprecating. Yeah, but I don't uh, know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Anyway, um, moral of the story is uh, you should pick up uh, if you're a fan of the state or Stella or any of the stuff that any of those guys have done. You should check them out if they're coming to your town or pick up the new record that Michael Ian Black is recording. Um, if you're a fan of stand-up albums, I sometimes have a hard time listening to stand-up albums, but I did really like David Cross's stand-up album, I must admit. Um, I remember Mitch Hedberg's album being pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, it, 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 that's a good, that's a good comparison, because I really like David Cross, and I think David Cross, um, I don't know if it's a fair comparison or not, but, like, David Cross is hilarious in much a similar way that Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter are, like, their, 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 like, outlook on the world, the way they, co- their commentary is similar, I think. But, like, David Cross is, like, really smart and direct and funny, and he delivers everything really quickly. Um, and he doesn't, like, dawdle, I guess, on, mm-hmm. like, certain, like, things that are, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I guess I, I, if I had to get, pick, I would go see David Cross, I think. Um, it's definitely different, but I, I think I, I prefer the sketch stuff. I don't know. So, yeah, anyway, good show, regardless. Um, and uh, thanks for listening, and uh, I don't know. We'll do another show on another day. So this is episode two of the Rocket Bomb Ride Home Show. Uh, later.
Bye. Thanks, Josh, for being on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.